0: In the name of one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. St. John the Storyteller, the Witness. And what a time for stories and witnesses, then and now. Here we are on the first Sunday after Christmas Day. We're still in the season of Christmas. That song about the 12 days of Christmas? Well, that's not 12 days before Christmas, Those are the days from Christmas Day up to the Feast of Epiphany, or what some call the Adoration of the Magi, or Dia de los Tres Reyes. In the most normative of times, this Sunday is generally a very peaceful time, coming in just a couple of days after the hustle and bustle of Christmas Day, and so it is now as well. And today we hear the same Christmas story that we hear on Christmas Day and the first Sunday after Christmas every single year. It's what we refer to as the prologue to John's Gospel. And it is John's equivalent of the Christmas stories of Matthew and Luke. Luke chooses first century Roman history as the setting for his story, And Matthew sets his story in the context of God's salvation of Israel. But John, echoing the words of Genesis, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, chooses creation as the setting for his story. And what an epic story it is. John sees the role of God's creative word continuing in the ministry of Jesus. In Genesis, God says, Let there be light. John identifies light with the life that we have in Christ. In him was life, and that life was the light of all people. When John calls Jesus the light of the world, he wants us to hear, Let there be life. This theme resounds in his gospel I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk without the light, but will have the light of life. I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. John, the storyteller, the witness. During this 12-day season of Christmas, we have some of the most wonderful stories of light and life. And most years, we miss them because we've spent the past six weeks shopping and traveling and preparing and cooking and attending holiday parties, office parties, and choir concerts. And after that, we spend the week hibernating until the next round of parties on the eve of the new year. This year, of course, is different for most of us, certainly different for the church, both the institution and the body of Christ gathered, in the buildings, in courtyards, and in the body gathered here online. There's nothing virtual about this. This is church. This is worship. This is holy, and it is beautiful. The Christmas tide is dominated by the celebration of the stories of the martyrs, the witnesses by definition, To the faith of those who were on the way, those who followed this newborn king. Yesterday, we remember the story of St. Stephen the deacon and the first member of the early Christian church to be put to death for his faith. Today, we also remember the story of St. John the evangelist, one of the twelve apostles who authored the gospel story we heard. It is commonly believed that although he was imprisoned and beaten for his adherence to Christ, he lived to an old age and died a natural death. Tomorrow we will remember the story of the holy innocents, the children of Bethlehem who were slaughtered by command of King Herod, lest one of them prove a danger to his throne. Their deaths are a disquieting reminder that Suffering on behalf of a good cause is not always restricted to those who have a choice in the matter. This is a season of heroes, not necessarily because they died for their faith, but because they had, in one way or another, met Jesus, returned his love, and counted their relationship with him to be more valuable than even their lives. And we are currently in a season of heroes. In our faith communities and in our world. Those who are giving of themselves, even when our culture suggests that we are better off holding on to everything we have, even with a death grip to the end, if we must. Doing the same thing day after day without any thought of others. Doing whatever we must just to exist to get to the next day and to have more when we do it. But the Christian story isn't about getting through the motions, day after day and season after season. The Christian story is about living. It is about accepting our role as witnesses to and in the divine. Each of us has been invited to offer ourselves to the kingdom of God, and not in the ways that we usually worry about, not in perfecting our bodies, strengthening our minds, or acquiring more money or cars or houses and belongings. Most likely, we're being invited to offer our kindness and our compassion, our empathy and our love. John's prologue offers us a way to focus on the nature of true life. When the Word became flesh, Jesus took the flesh of the healthy and the sick, the rich and the poor, the young and the old, and gave us new purpose and new power and new direction. And for those who have been connected with your faith community our faith community, any faith community, during these past nine months, you may have felt something very powerful. You might be feeling something very powerful. It is as if our faith communities have been in labor for the last nine months, waddling step by step beside beloved Mary in her nine months of pregnancy while the Holy Spirit has been churning around us and God has been creating something new. God becoming flesh wasn't just for show. And this time period that we find ourselves in, these nine months, they haven't been for show either. They haven't been crisis, chaos, and tragedy alone. This time has been all of those things and we are headed for more of it before a vaccine is readily available to every person who wishes to have one. It is to say that God is making all things new. When Jesus was born, a poor, penniless peasant in the little town of Bethlehem, it wasn't so that we could celebrate with a pretty pageant and bows and ribbons and packages under the tree. The Christ grew up. He became a man, and things happened. Tables were overturned in the temple. Food appeared for hungry crowds. People were healed of their physical and spiritual hurts. Everything about Jesus was genuine and life-affirming. He was the original unrepeatable, irreplaceable human being that God intended him to be. His life was a light to all people, shining in the gloom of self-centered earthly living. As part of Christ's body, the church, we have been called to take our place in the story as witnesses to the story of the kingdom of God, We're called to prayer, to study, to fellowship, and witnessing to our faith in word and deed, to loving and forgiving and healing, giving, giving of ourselves for the spread of God's kingdom. This is our story of the way we are called to live as the light in the world and bring life to the body of Christ. Our story is not an individual story to make us look and feel better. And the story is not an end in itself. Our story is part of a larger plan of salvation that John tells us was from the beginning. Christ has chosen us to receive his life so that we may let our light shine for others. Believing in Jesus and living like God's children in a community, it's an effort, and we cannot do it alone. Living together in the story is an exercise in relationship, in community building. Our faith is strengthened when we see the joy that others find As they come to know a life giving relationship with Jesus Christ. As we become stronger in our faith, others begin to see in our story the light that is in us. And as the church, we're called to embody the joy and the freedom and the ecstasy of life in Christ and to share our story with others. And those who come through this finite time, this painful period of birthing things that are new, we will carry our faith, a new faith, not like a precious bundle to be protected, but as a life and light to be shared with our family, our friends, and our neighbors. So continue to celebrate this most holy season. Continue to tell people, Happy Christmas! Out of God's deep love for us, in the nativity of Jesus the Christ, the Creator has come to us, to all of us. Go tell the story. Bear witness over the hills and everywhere. Jesus Christ was born, and we are the light that shines when there is no light and there is nothing in this world in these times that can overcome this light. Merry Christmas and God bless you.